reference it and joke about it. I don't care. Yes. I'm well, trying listen, to paint them. Listen, this is all part of the of I the. I can t- I can multi. Unlike the two of you, men, I can multitask. Oh God damn it! I hate everything, everywhere. Honestly. There is nothing I don't dislike right now. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Well, listen, you've seen him react to, like, tastes. It's a strong reaction. <laughs> this is my favorite episode right now. <clears throat> also, you could put your whole entire focus on the podcast, too. Well, listen, I think we both know that you and me, uh, mostly me, like, 70% me, 20% you... 10% Sam is like the ratio of generally of, of ability and I mean and usually talent. I'm the one that I'm usually the one that comes in with the the extra information about yeah she other she, stuff. she comes in she snipes she does a little research she's like yeah. um who who's the uh, chick that uh the, the woman of african descent uh, on the on um on the Howard Stern show Robin Robin yeah she's, she's like I her. don't fucking watch that ah me neither but okay so, look, welcome to the Transmit Podcast. I'm your host, Spike. Oh, I'm Victor. I'm Samantha. And Samantha is doing her nails. And listen, Apparently I... Apparently, su- I'm not anymore. Now I'm just removing the overpaint that I did. Look, I personally support your decision to exercise your creative outlets right now. Listen, it's cool. Victor, I think uh, you need to support your, your, your woman. Who switches that? Uh, that's, that looks like uh, Anthony's. Anthony's. Yeah, Sam has the small one. And I, I his, have his Joy-Con started acting all messed up, so he borrowed one from Mason today. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, he has several. I saw him like when I still lived over there. He he like did a build with some special ones. Like he got really into working with his hands. Now he's painting um, figurines. <laughs> like he he's saw, always done that. Well, he well he got more into it when I was doing a thing. Oh, and my watch is telling me it's time to stand. Uh, he saw stand me. Up. Yeah, he saw <laughs> me um, making knives, and he was like, "Well, I, I can't just be outdone." So the second oh. I the second I get a sweet forge, he says, "Well, I I can't be outdone. I need a little workshop of my own. Mine's more masculine mm-hmm. and therefore better." <laughs> if that's what you have to tell yourself, I don't have to tell myself. I just have to accept the truth into my heart. I don't think it's more masculine. I think it's just more manly. I think oh. that's the word you're looking for. You know, I like you know. Either way, I think it works. It's <laughs> just it's nice that you have a hobby. It's true. Like once we get a shed here, to I'm, I'm you're gonna see me make some kniffs. Because um. Uh-oh. It makes me think of this episode of the Joe Rogan experience where uh, Kevin Smith goes on, right? Oh, yeah. And um, Kevin Smith's hobbies like include like comic books, film, <sighs> and like, um, you know, like action figures and stuff. Those are very Kevin Smith things. And weed, you know? Yep. But he was kind of emasculated by Joe Rogan because Joe Rogan's hobbies are like knives, hunting. hunting. And, uh, and, and MMA. Weed. weed. Oh, wait, they both like weed. MMA. Both like, yeah, he, no, he literally, like, he practices martial arts. And if you see him with his shirt off, he's, like, he's been, he's ripped. Yeah. He also does... Um, literally looks like a gorilla. Oh, he's, yeah. It's kind of goals, but also he does, like, human go- growth hormone. So oh, I yeah. I don't, I don't think I... I was actually um, going to ask you, can we do some gro- human growth hormone together? On the show, yeah. Not on the... Well, I mean, either or. Listen, we just inject it, I guess. I don't want to see the two of you putting needles in each other's ass cheeks. I think we, <laughs> we do it thigh. to ourselves. Yeah, it's the thigh for sure. one. Okay, the ass cheek. That's that's for pen, that's, that's for old like, school. That's, yeah, that's for like um, <clears throat> large dose um, antibiotics. They did that to me in the navy. Uh, they give you what they call the peanut butter shot, 
and they do it twice because it, like a con- like a convention or any big group meeting, it's a cesspool of fucking disease, and uh, everyone's sick. They get you get like con flu, except it's a uh, it's boot camp flu. What flu? Con flu. You ever heard of con flu? What is con flu? Uh, when you go to a convention. Oh, comic like comic. Con yeah, convention. A conve- any okay. kind of convention flu because you just get people from across the country showing up. <laughs> bringing all of their germs and breathing and not showering enough. And mm-hmm. you get basically that. And, and that is because the same deal, uh, same thing applies there is like people from across the country show up at boot camp and it's, it's like the truest melting pot you're ever going to see. Hmm. Oddly enough, a lot of black people at the remedial skin, uh, swim class in the Navy. So I think there is some truth to that, uh, to that stereotype. Okay, so from what you saw, you, you know, there's there's like actual reasons for why black people have not been in pools, right? Oh yeah, it's the hairstyles. No. Yeah, like <laughs> a lot of that hair, it does not react well to water. That's really not why. I know. I'm fucking with you, Jesus Christ. <laughs> if it didn't react, that would be like. Uh, hey, remember that? Pic- like humans. You remember that picture of that white pool manager dumping bleach in the pool? Listen, that's just for good sanitary purposes. You got to make sure. With black you- people who are swimming. Well, yeah, you got to clean it out. Like, he's taking extra care of the black community. You know, that's not I know, I'm fucking, funny. again, I am fucking with you again. I'm not saying you're not fucking with I'm saying it's not funny. I think it's great. It's not funny. Oh, you know what? It is. Yeah, like, racism it's really is, not. Racism is dumb and should be made fun of. Well, yeah, but that's not making yeah, fun of it. Yeah, that's not making fun of it. That is absolutely making no, fun of it. No, it's not. No, you're, like, so you're trivializing it. You're not making fun of racist people. You're making fun of black people. I'm not making fun of black people. Yeah, I'm you are. Okay, this is this is what I'm you sound like. This is what you sound okay. like. This is what you sound like, Spike. Okay. So this pool manager, who was pouring bleach into the pool of black people, which because he wanted to clean it out because it had black people in it. That's making fun of the naivete <laughs> that some people would use to demean the actual like seriousness that you should take towards well, like you these could, sorts you of could say like so, <laughs> so like he's like a dumbass. So he was pouring uh, bleach into a pool. Okay, but that's more insulting than it is like a joke. Listen, insulting to who? To the white guy. No, yeah, to to the white guy because yeah, you're. Oh, what about the black people that he was trying to poison? Well, listen, if you want to be a humorous podcast, you can. Yes, you can do. uh, You can't like go the fire and brimstone route. You don't like making fun of white people. No, I make fun. Are you afraid that the white the white people are going to come after you and be like, "Hey, you made fun of us"? We need to take care of our white audience. Listen, I'm not (laughs) saying. They need to be coddled, but what I am saying is, we need to like, very take extra, we need to take extra care of them because, because they're they fragile ha- snowflakes that can't stand the because thought of being told that anything that they have ever done or said or thought is wrong. And they don't have privilege. No, they ha- they have the money. <laughs> Seriously, what the, what are you talking? All this fragility talk? No, we they have the money. Jesus Christ, you you're always talking about being like sponsored. It's like what? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I don't want white sponsors. Fuck that. I want like white sponsors. They got the money. But they're not racist though. The white the ones with the money aren't racist. Well, I mean, they're usually liberal, so they'll tell you that no, they're not racist. So I don't know. Like I've seen all the actors, they did that video where they're like, I take responsibility. For okay, all that was of just racism. a very tasteless that was so tone deaf. <laughs> I shouldn't even be saying tone deaf. That's just a very tasteless, piss poor. Look, there's a reason very bullshit thing that there they are, did. there's a reason very few of them are actors and screenwriters. It's because they focused on acting and not like anything else. They're good actors, but they're not like super smart. But you do think back to the uh, 
you do think racists are stupid, right? Yes, that's why you make fun of them. <laughs> say it's, it's say it. Racists are stupid. <laughs> that's why you make thank fun you of them. Thank you for making say it. Jesus Christ, we need thank it's, you. It's now like now the KKK is gonna come after you. You're you know you're gonna be oh, walking bring, around with one. On. Oh, oh, in in Southern California, <laughs> there's a huge clan. Like yes, I, there is. Have a, you ever been to huge, Santee? Yes, I've seen. I saw. I went to a um. Actually, I went to a, a rally. I you went to, went to a rally? No, I went to a concert, and like, uh, actually not in Santee, <laughs> but uh, further out in the sticks, and there's like a guy with a white pride tattoo on his belly, and he looks like if you had to run for it, he would not be able to keep up with you very long. Yeah, I know. The, um... I trained martial arts, and this guy was not like a scrapper. Yeah, they're not, um, unfortunately, I think the last... they're not the greatest people. Yeah, the, the last like... The um... greatest, they're not the greatest specimens of... Our time, no, our they are society. not they humanity. Are yeah, the last time I read a stat, or, uh, there's a news article. They estimated them at like five thousand people for the country, in the clan. Five thousand people in the clan. Yeah, I know. I uh, saw this one comedian talking about how he met someone on Craigslist, yeah. trying to <laughs> trying to recruit people for the clan on Craigslist. Oh, nice. And he was like saying, "That's how you know we've made progress when they're on Craigslist <laughs> they're trying to get yeah. recruits <laughs> instead of like you know." You know, big like, corporations. Churches. Yeah, they're not doing marches anymore. They're they're, they're no. like, they're but they, they they are still doing little tiny rallies though. Yeah, and, and barbecues. Yeah, and f- once you're down to barbecues and little tiny rallies, you're like, <laughs> okay, listen, keep making fun. You need a specimen of this to point to and to say that is stupidity. Well, no, they actually they're organizing online and holding, like, um sort of online gatherings and recruitment online. Like, a lot of it is done through private Facebook groups. Well, that's true of every group nowadays. Yeah. Anyone who's, like, who's grown up with a cell phone is wow. going to be doing that. And then I had something else to say about them. The, uh, the clan. Well, I know you keep me around because I'm really good at getting, like, stains out of white sheets. I just figured you knew, <laughs> you know, where that skill came from. <laughs> like... When I told you I'm a wizard, I didn't mean in the D&D sense. There's, there's a grand in front of that. You just make okay, sure so, that... So now you have to... Just, just make yeah, sure yeah. that you're not Facebook friends with, like, your mom or any of you your... You have to explain that. Half-siblings from your mom's yeah, side. You have to explain actually, that one now. Actually, too. given the, um, you know, shifting demographics in the country, we have had to lower our acceptance standards. So uh, recently we had um, uh, Jose and Ling Tao. They both uh, lit the cross on fire the last week. We've uh, listen. That we all, was really tasteless. We too. all had to change with the times, and um, you know, look. You no have to one, explain that joke. Like all good jokes, they must be explained. Oh, really? That, <laughs> that I have a white sheet that I wear, or like the Grand Wizard one. I forget. It's like I am not a clans member. I'm half Mexican. Jesus Christ! Like all good jokes, you have to explain them to everybody. I think I think that one was pretty cool. I guess we're not talking about Star Trek Picard this one, <laughs> and that's fine. No, this I, is just how much can we make Spike uncomfortable by calling out his dumb jokes? Oh please! I, you, if you see me online, it takes a lot more to make me uncomfortable. And yet um, the stuttering. Okay, for one, we're in the same room, and I'm just talking, and I'm a little buzzed actually. This oh. is like my third whiskey. I had that's a always the excuse. You want me to talk about work? Oh sure. I had a coworker who went to. I think she went. She went to the Midwest somewhere because she went to visit family in a state that starts with M, I believe. Michigan. Mississippi, Massachusetts, Missouri. Michigan. One of those. 
Montana. <laughs> One of those. Macross. Oh, wait, no, that's and a... she saw thing. this... She was walking down the street, and she saw the sign that said, um, your local your local neighborhood lynch mob or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and God. She was like, and then she was like, wait... She's like talking to her family members and she's like, wait, you live in this neighborhood? You like living here? Yeah, that that's how little of a problem racism is. You put a sign out that says we're a lynch mob and you're like, you're not fucking lynch mob. You're a bunch of dipshits. Or it just or shows it's just you a how very white town. Yeah, that's it like just shows it just shows you how alive a well is it is. And probably they probably don't have very many black people for them to put stuff up like that. Like we we live in the information age. That shit's going up online at some point. Like not yeah. necessarily. That's, not that's like if a well, game exactly a, there are a lot of I, very insular towns. I'm with Judge. Things I think are just coming at out. At some point Spike. someone's gonna take a <laughs> at some point, I believe, someone will take a picture of it. Yes, but uh, what I'm saying is so a lot of places Okay, I'm not saying he's wrong. What I'm saying is a lot of places are still very insular and there's not a lot talked about these places until now so we wouldn't hear about them until now because people keep a tight ship true and uh, that may be the case but there's also might be the case where if you're like if a gang shows up it says we are going to kill you and you're like no you're fucking not it's like th- this this is x or this is ms13 territory and you still just walk around with your money hanging out of your back pocket there are a number of options here that we, we're, we're getting like a fourth-hand account of this. Yeah. I hit my thing with uh, whiskey. But, yeah. Um, yes, so that just shows you that um, <sighs> racism still is alive and well in, us, in small groups and stuff out there. Oh, yeah. And um, it's, so f- it's funny because they're no longer, they, don't, they no longer feel empowered anymore. Like they used to back in like the sixties or the fifties. Yeah. So they feel like a they feel like a disenfranchised group. Well, they got Napoleon <laughs> syndrome, so they have to like really <clears throat> push it out. Yeah, because there's not a whole lot of people. Is that what it sounds it. like when you're trying to take a shit? No, I actually um given my diet now, I've been very healthfully shitting. Oh, that's good. Yeah. How many like, times a day do you shit? Actually, I've just, it's gone up. Like that's it, good. It, it from used, what to what? Okay, like when uh, back in the day when I ate like shit, it was always an emergency, always liquid, and it was like once a week. Now it's like a couple of times a day. That's fucking horrifying. Oh, let me tell you. It was like this. Uh, I don't know if I told you. I mean, your I I fucking this. exam story is just bad. Oh, did, did I tell that on the podcast? Where I was like halfway through a two-hour exam, like literally at the halfway point. Yeah, I think you told that story. Well, I still like saying it. Like I had to tell, tell I had to tell my like, like petty officer first class. I like waved him out into the hallway and I said, look. I'm going to be shitting in 15 minutes, inside of 15 minutes, whether I am over a toilet or not. And there's one of those times where you have to just say, like, listen, I ate poorly the other day, and it's hitting me now. Like, every now and then I'll lose control, and I'll be like, okay, listen, it's time to eat Burger King. Other times I'll be like, no, I'm eating a sandwich, and I'm eating some grapes and some tangerines and some vegetables. I know you're, when you're when we're in your twenties, our body can handle like pretty much any cu- type of food. Oh yeah, it's like and we whatever. can like survive anything. Oh yeah, but as, as you get older, it's like oh, um, I've you know how you, you hit a food limit when you're yeah. eating. Yeah, now you just have ulcerative colitis and yep. you have a food, IBS all the time. You have like a food um, category limit. Yeah, like oh, I can't. 
instead of like, oh, I can't eat any more burritos today. It's like, I can't eat any more burritos for the rest of my life now. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I'm still at like, uh, like once a week or at yeah. most, but listen, I've been, I've actually been pretty good. I felt comfortable enough. I was telling Sam about this, that I, this, I, I, for the first time in a while felt comfortable taking a shirtless run because I have a farmer's tan mm-hmm. and that's how my sensei, he got, um, he got, he like evened out his tan is like when you do your like 26 minute run, you, you just keep your shirt off. Yeah. And only one dude like um, on the way, like I was at the very end of it, like said, hey, I, I had my headphones in, but I saw him make eye contact and like lift his head in my direction because his girlfriend was on the other side of the car, like um, tying something down to the top of it. Mm-hmm. And they both took a look at me. And I, I, I choose to think that they both saw that I'd like, you know, improved myself physically. Even though they had no idea what you looked like before. Can I keep this, please, for me, so I don't like think that like they saw thought of me as that douche who runs around with no shirt? I just like I'm sure if I stopped and said no, no, I, I have I have a farmer tan as you can see. That's probably what they were looking at as the farmer. They're tan. probably looking at the farmer tan, but l- the, obviously I'm taking steps to improve that. That's like also ma- it's like rare to see shirtless people. So whenever you look at see them, you kind of just look at them. Yep. Actually, but I can see the top two abs. That's the problem. Is like I can see the top two. Mm-hmm. It's just the other ones that are that are like both small and um, covered in a little goo. Yeah, you got to keep running and doing sit-ups. Okay, right? yeah. Uh, well, not the sit-ups because that's what gave me the top two. The problem with na- the, the Navy gave me top the top two because you do crunches for yeah. like your physical exam. Oh, you need to do like uh, I leg do the, lifts? Yeah, I do leg lifts. I do cross leg lifts and I use the ab roller, uh-huh. which goes deep. Well, well, I said sit-ups. I meant like ab exercises. Oh, yeah, I understand. I'm just making sure that because the, uh, the sit-ups are good. But that's, that's do you do the ones where you have your feet up in the air and you're trying to touch your toes while you're laying on your back? Uh, I those are really good for lower abs. Those oh, are I, be, I bet those are good too. Uh, but I feel it really deep with the ab roller because I just go. I, I actually can get it out to there until my arms are almost yeah, straight. You're actually using your like whole entire core to do that. Yes, that's why it feels. And so there's deep. yeah, there's a contortionist on um, on a TikTok that uh, showed a bunch of other ab exercises that I do as well. So there's those cross leg lift things and the outward leg, and then you kind of like do this worm, like squirm on the floor. I was doing the cross leg lifts today earlier. Oh yeah, those those work. Like I, like several times this month, I've had like sore abs. It's been awesome. That's good. And I'm like I've like lost weight. Like I felt comfortable. The reason I took off my shirt is because I felt comfortable doffing my shirt mm-hmm. and running three miles. Well, like three point three miles. Also, I love my Apple Watch for that purpose. It's great for that. Okay, so I... Did, how many miles did we walk today? Um, did we, walk? we got about a mile. Oh, you, you <laughs> should um, get an account. 20, like a 20-minute mile, which is actually not bad. Uh, that's pretty good for walking. Oh, yeah, that's great. Oh. Uh, you should do Strava and like keep track of that because uh, I'm on Strava and my sensei's no. on Strava. And you can give each other kudos. No. And it keeps track of that and like... Um, no. Why not? Why, why not? I don't want to participate in anything you do. Oh, you Even this is a stretch. In health... Okay, since we're not talking about Star Trek... Wait, oh. so you already knew what Strava was? When he started saying you should do Strava, and I immediately realized that he was talking about the app that he uses to track and, and social media posts about his activities. Well, it oh. also keeps track of, like, your, your goals, and also, like... It ke- so, like, to <laughs> the other day I did my best mile time because I've been slowly increasing my time. And it, it keeps track of that sort of stuff. And since I have the Apple Watch, it's actually really accurate when you're running. All right, look, since we're not talking about um, uh, Picard, which is cool because I, like, I, I'm, I'm still absorbing the, last two, the, the next two episodes, uh, let's talk about a couple other things I, um, I noticed online. How many drinks are you in? That many. Three. 
<laughs> okay, look, that that was not a drunk thing. That was just. That was just that was a perfectly sp- timed. That was very perfectly timed. It's, just it's like if I say how many, if I just say how many drinks you're in, and all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, I, I knock a fucking Daniels. flask falls over. I don't fucking care what you think about my drinking. I just think you should shut. The fuck actually, up. did you know that uh, whiskey is actually really good for your digestive tract if you like small doses, because it kind of helps flush it, and it's like an antibacterial kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I am super clean of bacteria. Mm. But <sighs> moderation, small amounts. Yeah, like half a handle. Okay. This is why he's not going to live that long. No, I'm going to live long because my insides are protected by a layer of antibiotic alcohol. Okay. No. Uh, so would you like to learn about uh, money or um, Netflix? What? I'm curious what you think you're going to teach us about money. Yeah, me too. Okay, so I va- oh. and it's also something to learn about Netflix too. No, no. So this is two, the educa- those are two the, separate things. This is the educational portion. Let's let's go with educational and look for 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 purposes of this podcast. Is this going to be a and cha-ching. His name is John C. Oh. I was hoping there was going to be like a cha-ching since he's talking to us about money. Well, see that. That's that's the uh, that's going to be the thing for the learning segment of the podcast. Well, I learned a problem I think we have in this culture about money. Okay. is that it's all very ethereal right now. Okay. So that's why people have to have like apps to keep track of where their expenses are going because instead of having to peel off like a series of fives or twenties mm-hmm. to pay for stuff, you just hit a button on your phone and you're subscribed. And that's why people don't save money. That's why people feel okay to spend money on like frivolous oh. lunches. And I realized because um, you saw that bag of money I had, I value that money like of hard cash that I've like earned through like people appreciating the service I provide um, far more than I value like the money in my bank account that I like earned on an hourly basis because that's a tangible thing that I've counted and kept track of. Mm-hmm. And I think um, for more responsible, like uh, in the future money handling f- across the board, we need some like way to like, keep us more intact with our money. It may need to be like bank. I'm not sure how it would be implemented, but um, we should encourage people to be more in sync with the money they're putting out. Like there should be notifications like, okay, today you're paying your cell phone bill. And like, actually I'm more aware of that because my cell phone bill does that. But also Netflix doesn't send you a text that says, oh, hey, you're, we're taking 12 bucks out of your account. <laughs> yeah, I know. And all um, your other subscriptions don't say, oh, hey, um, 15 bucks going out today. Yeah. And I think, like, they don't have an incentive to do that, to do that but it would help people be more responsible and generate wealth. Because instead yeah. of losing that money or instead of saying, here's your, um, here's your fast food budget for the week, they would say, you know, that would be a better way of doing it than just being like, oh, just spend the money. No, no keeping track of that. Um. There actually like the are apps like that. Though. There are. Well, that's the problem is we have to have apps instead of like, you know, instead of like, it's just a ingrained. Into, instead of it's being ingrained in us in our school system that says, hey, you should use this app or this is how much people normally spend on dining out a year. Home ec is still like, uh, bake some cakes. <laughs> yeah, I feel, I don't, so, okay, I'm going to be a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. Go for it. Put that um, tinfoil hat on. And I'm going to use they the way that conspiracy theorists use they, as a as an ethereal like the <laughs> the lizard people. 
the, the they as in they don't want us to save money. They're they, turning the freaking frogs gay. They Sorry. they want us to spend. Well, obviously, I mean, it is good for a healthy economy, but it's not good for you as an individual. Yeah, no, and uh, they again, they don't want, they don't care about us as individuals. Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot of your own personal responsibility to look in to your uh, just your keep track of your finances. And yeah. I I used to pretty frequently look at my bank account like every day. I'd open my Schwab account, not Schwab, my um. SDCCU. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good one. That's a Navy Federal subsidiary. Yeah. So everyone knows what bank and what brokerage I have, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> I learned that. So, oh, sorry. So like, yeah. Um, yeah. Like uh, I felt that way too. Mm-hmm. Like before I started becoming more financially literate, like, um, like money was ethereal to me and like it would just deplete yeah. and I'm like, I didn't know what was happening. I was like, why? So I make $600 you know, a week, but then it was I, just I'm negative gone. $500. It's <laughs> gone. It's like, what the fuck happened? It's like, well, you ate five $10 lunches. It's like every, every week my bank account's at zero. It's like, why is it, do I ex- exactly spend how much I make? Well, okay. Cause it's like you, you do reach homeostasis, but that's not good for like your bank account. No, it's not. It's not good for long-term. Wealth. No, no, it is not. You're just surviving. Yeah. <laughs> And then when you make more money, then you're like, oh, now I make $700 a week. And now it's like, I'm, now I'm still at zero all the time. Like, where'd that extra hundred dollars It's like, yeah, well, and then you're, you're like holding your night vision goggles that you thought would look really cool. It's like, where the <laughs> fuck did it go? <laughs> it's like, but, uh, get, quick, get that sword I bought online. And, uh, my, and, my, and then you were talking about your cash and your... um. You know, your paper money. So yeah. you've got your your app money that's just in your bank account. We'll right. just call it paper money and then yeah. no, that doesn't that doesn't clear things up. Your digital money. Digital there you go. Your digital money is right there in the bank and you're looking at it and you don't appreciate that as much as because you can just spend it and you don't feel a loss. It's just a number going down. Yeah. Well, with your cash, you feel like it physically depleting. Yeah, like I, I deposited today, like I missed I dropped off uh, Sam and um Anthony at the uh rental place. Mm-hmm. And I just missed the window to like go to the Navy Federal and like talk to a teller and just hand her a wad of cash because mm-hmm. I, I got like six hundred dollars in tips. It was great, but then I had to go to the uh, ATM and like shove it in like thirty bills at a time, and it was a massive pain in the ass. But yeah. um, it's still like then it's all in that system again. But yeah, I it's still, all ethereal again. But I still felt it as I gave it there because it it felt really good to hold six hundred dollars in cash. Mm-hmm. But like um, that's the why I do this thing where I have like two checking accounts. One that has no card attached to it. That's where I get like direct deposits to, and one that has the card attached to it, mm-hmm. so that I have to like transfer money over. So I'm always feeling that loss. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to do it too. Yeah, I find that really helps like keep me from like when I look at it and like, oh, I'm down from fifty bucks to like three. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> it's been two days. What happened? <laughs> yeah, I know. For uh, for me. I personally don't like holding cash. I understand. I don't like having cash on me. Um, I feel it like frees me up. And I feel if I have cash, I'm just going to like spend it. So I'm kind of like kind of in a different scenario. Yep. But the money is no longer ethereal to me. Like I look at the numbers and like they're in my head and like. Yeah. You've educated yourself a lot on this. You interact with it every day. So like, yeah, the the numbers like um, 
I keep track of them and stuff, and they the numbers have become real in my head to me. Yeah, a lot of people are still in between where we were as kids and where we both are now. Yeah. So, like, they're still in this zone where it's like, oh, I, I got direct deposit today. Time to buy something stupid. Yeah. So, I'm like, I'm trying to be like, okay, I make this much, and I do the math. I'm like, yeah. I shouldn't be spending this much. I should have this much in my account. You know, I, sh- yeah. I should be saving, like, $300 or something a month or something like that. Yeah, I'm up to 15K in my checking. I, listen, I'm poor, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't... Well, yeah, it's it's in my checking, and I have, like, a few thousand more in, like, um, various certificates. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about moving some of it over to certificates. I, I don't feel... Like, I don't think you should be too much ashamed, especially if you're... Wherever you are in life about how much money you have, unless you've done something insanely stupid. Talk about your finances. Now, 15K um, in savings... Not in Actually, savings. I have 400 in savings, 15K in checking, uh, and about uh, 4,000 in certificates. So, 15. Well, we'll just say that's you're saving it, though. So it's yeah, kind I am of, saving it. That's kind of like a savings account. My goal of. was to break the amount that most, uh, like the, the average uh, like American doesn't have, couldn't um, get a $3,000 expense paid for. So that started out as my goal. Yeah, that's what that was. What I was going to say is like, you're way above the average American right now. Yeah, and that's why I think uh, like you should start thinking. And at, at the very start, start thinking about uh, what the average American can do and try to beat that. <laughs> and then try to beat the next thing. Yeah. And that's why I've been saving. And, like, and I still have several thousand, actually a couple of grand in um, podcasting equipment. And because um, I, like, I, I spaced out my, my expenditures and I'm always mindful of that. So now, now we, the audience knows that you have money. I so have, I have a little bit of money. And if the audience listening is the average American, you're considered rich, so they're gonna try to like rob you one Boom. of these days. They're Bring it on! You. I'm also a martial artist. <laughs> I'm gonna fight you. Well, yeah, the th- I, like, um, <laughs> I don't have that much in my uh, checking account. Well, let me let me or, let or me say one bank savings while you, while you look that up. Let me let me tell you like. Unless there's a um, a uh, non-disclosure agreement, don't hesitate to talk to your fellow employees about what you're getting paid for. Oh yeah, that's that's um, for sure. Yeah, like. No, oh, you got yeah, you got more than me. Well, I mean, but you also have a lot of holdings. Yeah, where where is most of your money though? Yeah, your most of your money is we're, we're in your we're we're in your money right now. <laughs> Some of my money. Uh, a little bit, I guess, in this property, I guess. Yeah. Uh, some Bitcoin, some... You own the backyard, I think, at this point. Like, the whole backyard you own at this point, given what you've paid into it. Possibly. And then I've got some Schwab. Yeah. Schwab is actually doing... My Schwab account's doing pretty good. I've made some good decisions there. Nice. And if I had made really good decisions, I'd have way more money, but my good decisions are offsetting my <laughs> my bad decisions. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, s- I'm still up in the market. Hey, that's fine. And, and I think the market's going to improve. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I mean, I hope it does. But um, yeah, long, at least in the long term. Yeah. Short term is still kind of iffy because it's, of it, Because the it's 2020. Let, let's, let's just say yeah. it's 2020. It's a rough time for everybody. Two or three years. Um, I think now's still a good time to buy. Well, in, probably, though. yeah. I think. Two or three, two or three years, you're gonna wish you had like bought these. Prices. I think I'm gonna like use that five, that six hundred bucks, and I'm gonna like do that um Robin Hood thing. Yeah, you should do it. 
Oh, there's some sad news about Robin. Oh, what's Hood. going on with that? Um, so what happened was uh, a 20 year old kid. Shit. Um, he was doing some options trading, mm-hmm. and he uh, opened his app one day, and it was and it was down. He was at negative seven hundred thousand. Holy fuck! In his Robin Hood, Robin Hood account, that was his buying power, oh. right? But he still had sixteen in cash, sixteen thousand dollars in cash. But so then he ended up um, killing himself <sighs> because of that. And then uh, now his family is trying to bring awareness to Robin Hood and trying to um, push an efforts to try to change the interface so that it doesn't show like a big red. Yeah, I, I can see how that will because remember like uh, you heard about the uh, the Great Depression when everyone saw yeah. like their 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 values dropped to zero. People were just jumping out of windows. And so that this yeah, that's is very this is nothing new, but yeah, I mean, given the fact that you were in a very woke time where like people are trying to like be sensitive to these sorts of things, you should like if you lose a bunch of money, you should also say like, hey, look, you haven't lost any money until you pull your money out. Yeah, and that was um that wasn't even really his money. That was the uh, leveraged money, yeah. or not the leveraged money. The um what do you call it? The margin right. money that he borrowed from Robin Hood. He just had to. All he had to do was wait a couple of years. Oh yeah. Make some better, make some better decisions. He's only twenty. At twenty-two, he could have gotten all that back plus yeah. more. Well, what they were saying is that that was, it wasn't even wait a couple of years. It was like wait a wait a wait a day. Seriously. It was settling, because like the market was closed or something, and so that's but it was going to s- fix itself. So you know the story. You yes, story? I think yeah, but. Of course I freaking know this story. I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck did Robin Hood do now? Yeah, I think, um, especially given how, like, woke and interactive and how fast money moves now, it would be a good idea for them to say, hey, look, have, like, a disclaimer that says it's not as bad as you think it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, like, because so much of, like, how we interpret the world is through the media and, how, like, mm-hmm. and in whatever form it takes. If they just soften the blow, mm-hmm. like, because right now it's, like, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or even Robinhood now, which is a stock trading app, if they took the time to say, okay, look, you're in an echo chamber right now, but here's like a word from outside this little bubble you've made for yourself, and it's not as bad as you think it is, I think that would help a lot. But that doesn't help with like getting ad revenue or, um, or getting like your clicks. Yeah, I know. It's, un- it's unfortunate that we live in a society like that and that, that's the problem that's that's the problem of our time really that that's the yeah. I, in, in a lot of ways that's the real problem of our time is instead of just like a more rounded news sphere we get like here's your little bubble and here's this guy's little bubble and here's this guy's little bubble and we're going to tell you exactly what you want to hear i think um what's his name ryan george mm-hmm. he did a really good i know the name what does he uh, do I think his name is Ryan George. He's the, um, what is it called? The one who does the movie pitches. The oh, pitch yeah, meeting. Yeah. oh, yeah. He did one where it was, a, if the news was a person. Yeah, and it's all bad. He doesn't even, like, single out. Like, that's why I like about it. He, in that one, he didn't even single out, like, CNN or Fox. He's just like, here is what the news does. Is everyone is going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then like, um, my favorite part was the, the guy that comes out. And this is my friend. He sells cars. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, he's just trying to, he's just trying to freak us out because his friend's trying to sell cars. Right. It's like, all right, I'm gonna let my friend talk for a little bit. He's like, hey everybody, buy a car. 
Yeah, and so that the <laughs> one of the many reasons I have a problem with the media in general. Okay, look. Yeah, it's 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 entertainment and. Uh, wow, this feels like very beautiful and nice, and we're at thirty-five minutes already. Like, this feels like ten minutes, right? Um, we are literally at thirty-five. No, no, it feels like it's to me. It feels like I've really enjoyed this. It feels like thirty-five minutes. I wanted to talk about one Netflix thing just to lighten it up a little bit. All right. Okay. So there's um, there's a new um show. Okay. It's called The Floor Is Lava. Yeah. I okay. Saw like, that listen. That I'm gonna I'm gonna look up the trailer because like. I heard of this, but I haven't seen anything. Look, um. We're gonna, we're gonna listen to a little bit of this. Uh. What's happening? So, here we go. It's the hottest game show in history. Let's see if you can look at They have a room and the and red liquid under there. And the whole, it's like Ninja Warrior except for children. Make it to the exit without falling in. The team with the most points wins you have to make it across a room and the whole floor is lava. Tables, Hello. like obstacles. Make it from the entrance to the exit and your team earns a point. Like at Fall this point, in, we have completely infantilized adults. Yeah, that's our generation, that millennials the right there. Full millennial, like, who has the purchasing really power? Millennials. The who, uh, who do we need to market to? Millennials. What did they know? <laughs> well, the floor is lava, obviously. Like, I remember as a child, like, I was, like, walking around on the roots of a tree in grade school. And they just assumed I was playing the floor is lava. But realistically, I was just saying to myself, oh, just hop along the roots. That's how ubiquitous that game was to us. <laughs> That's funny, yeah, the floor is... The floor is and uh, I'm going to watch it a little bit, honestly. That sounded like um, the... That sounded like Trey Parker or Matt Stone. It did a little bit. The, the narrator yeah. in that? He's like, no new game no. show coming to Netflix. That is like the algorithm. <laughs> the floor is lava. The algorithm to the max is, yeah, the floor is lava. But re- realistically, like, we both, like, have you seen, like... <laughs> Two teams have to compete against each other. Have you seen uh, Most Extreme Elimination Challenge? No. You never saw MXE? Have you? No. I was going to say, I was gonna say another okay. thing. You were showing me this thing about um, Gen Z making fun of millennials. How we're yeah, so Gen Z is fucking ripping into millennials on, like, oh, Twitter and TikTok we are the, and everywhere. Like, overall, we are the worst. They're trying to make fun of like how like we're how millennials are like too childlike. Seriously. We can't let go of our childhood. Seriously, it is the worst. <laughs> like for all of our like Gen Z's already grown ups, like we're already adults. It's I don't like know what's you up with you like, it's adults looking backwards at people who should be like, you know, mentoring them. But the people who should be mentoring them are like sitting there like, let's talk about Thundercats. <laughs> and that that's why I'm always sitting That's that's why when we're trying to like talk to our Gen Z uh, one night stand. <laughs> and, <laughs> si- and like we're trying to tell her about the stuff from the past, and she's like, "I'm not. I don't know what you." I I live in this thing called the present. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I really hope my parents don't listen to this podcast. We're like, <laughs> we're like, hey, remember, remember, yeah, Thundercats and 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 Sonic the Hedgehog, and <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm investing my money or something. It's like it's always like it's always something that you're like, oh, you're you got your head screwed on on right. She's like, I liked SpongeBob when I was a kid, but I don't really you're like ooh care about it. It's like what oh, uh, nine what nine eleven? I don't uh, have clear memories of that. 
True, she did bring it Oh, up. my God. So I think, yeah, like, look, it is designed to market to people who, A, have money, and B, have poor social skills, so they're still playing the floor is lava in their head. But, like, that is, like, that's, like, cynically, ca- like, if you want to look at, like, what the zeitgeist of, like, a society is at the time, look at the marketing material that's put out at that time. You'll get a really clear picture of, like, A, who has the spending power, and B, what the culture is like. I think, I, uh, although I do believe that millennials are a, um, a rebellion or, like, what is it called when you're trying to rebel? It's like... They're a counterculture. It's, a, it's countering, like, um, Gen Z yeah. or Gen X and the baby boomers who are... Or, Gen X who really wanted to grow up, like they couldn't wait to be yep. adults. They wanted to like have cars, have kids and stuff. And I felt that too. Like they couldn't, they couldn't really wait. And then like we rebelled against that. We're like, fuck that. We're not going to have cars and kids. Yeah, and my homes. dad was sitting there like as in high school, like, why don't you want to have a car? And I'm like, well, I don't really need one. And I realized <laughs> yeah. uh, like even then I was re- starting to realize like, oh, like I'm kind of being infantilized, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like just that's kind of there's like just some like ether out there that just says, "Hey, um, like yeah, delay that developmental process." <laughs> the economy's like, "Hey, we don't really have any jobs for you." There's so a whole just chill at your dad's house. There's a whole zeitgeist out there, yeah, so <laughs> it's 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 rough. Like we did have some economic issues. Boomers and Gen Z or Gen X are like, "Yeah, we've we've got the jobs already." So um, yeah, really get on that yeah. education. But it also there. doesn't help that we live in the most expensive state in the goddamn union, basically. Like New York, it's like true. New York City is the only more expensive place to live, like in general. Yeah, I wonder if that's why maybe millennials aren't as millennial in other parts of the country. Because well, yeah, because we live. That's the problem. Like I'm a moderate in like the bluest state in the union, so mm-hmm. like people call me a, like an, an alt writer. And so, like, it depends on where you are. Like, millennials out in, like, probably in the Midwest are like, yeah, it just took me an extra year to get a car. Here it's like, I rent a room, and I'm in my 30s. So it's a whole fucking thing. Well, um, your next place is going to be your own house. Or an apartment. Hopefully an apartment. So let's go go with that. All right, listen, I was thinking I had something else I wanted to... Well, if that's what you want in an apartment... Well, I really, I'd like a girlfriend. Because at first, I, like, I think I need a girlfriend with a job. Mm-hmm. Then an apartment. Like, my dad's giving me shit, like, why don't you have, a, like, a, like, a grandkid for me? And I'm sitting there like, oh, my God. Has he met you? Yes. Hey, <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> listen, I think I would actually be a very good father. I would teach, like, my, my girlfriend, my girl... I think I'm going to have a daughter, honestly, as punishment. I would teach her all sorts of skills. Um, what was I going to say? Well, um, you could, like, you've got so much money saved up, you can, you can just go straight into a house, I probably, uh, For 15K? Um, yeah. No, well, in two... You have to give all a condo. Up. No. From me, a condo? Possibly a condo, but you can get, like, a straight-up house, 15K, if you get the um, first-time homebuyers thing. Get an FHA. You FHA can. I probably have to be out in like Santee though. Twenty-five thousand. This. Do you want to know what our down payment on what this house it? was? Sixteen thousand dollars. Sixteen k. Okay, yes. so I, I need a girlfriend 000? who's kind. No, it was not twenty. It was sixteen. Well, everything turned out to be twenty-two thousand dollars. Okay, I, I need a girlfriend who's kind of an earner. 
I don't even need like a full on. I need her to like give me like 4K and we'll be at like full on down payment. Yeah. I mean like a regular down payment is 20%. Right. So depending on the value of the house that you're trying to buy, you know, you're looking at anywhere from 50 to $100,000. Oh uh, yeah, I can't do 100K. But if you are doing first time home buyer with an FHA loan, then it's 3.5% that you have to put down. Ooh. Okay, so I'm drunk enough to consider this. But I still, I still need you to um, continue live here to pay for rent. another couple years. Or uh, so. A couple of years? Okay, so I can, like, if, if I find a woman who's willing to touch my penis, I can bring her here, though? For a little, yeah. Sometimes here, sometimes okay, in the car. Okay, in the car, out in the, in the driveway? Yeah. Okay, well, no cops ever come through here, so it's fine. Oh, my God. This is... This is worse than I ever thought. This is both worse and better than I thought this episode would turn out into. I, I exposed my wealth to, like, all of three of our listeners. Oh, my God. All right, look. I'm not ready to expose my it's fine. large sum yet. Listen. I'll do it one of I, these Listen, days. either I need to be super poor or super rich to be like, yeah, I'm worth, like, a shitload of money or I'm worth, like, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm right in the middle. Yeah. When I'm when I'm ready to reveal it, um, yeah. Once once you're willing to reveal it, you're gonna be that guy who like is like worth twenty million dollars, but still drives like a Prius. No, I, think, I don't. I think when I get to the um, when I get to the two million dollar uh, net worth. Oh yeah. All shit, suits. Heck, you're gonna be <laughs> no. Actually, no. It's all it's all gonna be like um like boating attire. Oh, that's 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 even better. Like casual. Oh yeah, you're, it's no. gonna be Boating yacht shoes. rock, Mm-mm. and we're gonna yeah. do this podcast in your yacht. So it's gonna be. No. I'm not gonna get a boat, but I'm just gonna wear boating attire. That's great. <laughs> That's like me when I, I thought about like, I don't want to drive a motorcycle, but I want like the 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 clout. So I'm just gonna drive it. I'm just gonna walk. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk into a, like a bar wearing riding leathers and having the helmet well, under my arm. One day I'm going to walk into a bar with boating attire and you're going to walk in with a motorcycle attire and people are going to be like, hey, those guys got boats and Whoa, motorcycles. dude. And then they're going to try to approach us about like boats and motorcycles and we're, we're not going to know no, we're, about we're gonna, we're gonna fake it. We're going to look up to the fun line. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to bring home some chicks, but we're going to bring it home in your Prius. And you're like, no, the boat's in the dock and my, my motorcycle's on his boat. When yeah we're yeah, going to yeah. we're going to like Alaska to do motorcycle riding, but you should still have sex with us now. I have another boat. Sometimes he jumps his motorcycle on one of my boats. Onto yeah, the you other ever boat. see Starsky and Hutch? Uh, oh no, you're not a millennial who saw the Starsky and Hutch like remake. Oh shit. Yeah, we can get some Gen Z girls. Oh, we can totally do that. And then they can they can be we can be like, oh you haven't heard of that? Oh you haven't heard of. <laughs> Oh, you haven't seen Family Matters? Okay, look. just do that for like <laughs> an hour. You, you never saw, you, yeah. You never, you don't, and never. You get don't know who Steve Urkel. You don't know, you don't know who Steve Urkel is. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, this is how you two die unhappy and alone. Un- well, what? Listen, I'm already unhappy and alone, so all I need to do is the dying part, and I'm good. I think actually, I think this is pretty funny. Um, uh, I'm exposed. Uh, I used to think it was cool to be like, "Oh, you have you haven't seen that one episode of the uh, the Super Ninja Turtles when it was there and they got the Ninja Turtles and the Ghostbusters." Oh, that was great! You haven't seen that crossover before? Like, listen, I just saw the uh, like like a month ago. I saw the uh, and then like millennials like or Gen Z are like, "I don't know what, what the, the fuck, fuck you're talking, talking about. about. Why is that even? What is Dare? Like and dare, why is it God. cool that 
the Ghostbusters and the Ninja Turtles were like, together. Okay. It's like you, you don't understand. understand. The fucking ninja. They were ninjas. <laughs> they were turtles, and they were teenagers. <laughs> what the fuck is there not to understand? And they're trying to get us to not do drugs. It, it was, was the like best. Reagan was sitting. You know, Avengers. Uh, this was like uh, Avengers uh, before, uh, Avengers. before Avengers. Before Avengers. They put every Saturday morning cartoon yeah. was in the same cartoon. <laughs> Okay, look. We're Crossovers didn't exist until then. It blew our <laughs> fucking minds. Oh God, we are. Oh, this is this what it is to be old? <laughs> okay, okay. Look. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm making fun of yes, myself we, we, we for are. doing that. I'm I'm. So when oh, we meet actual people, group, shut up. when we meet actual people, we're going to talk about current I am five events. Five and six years younger than the two. Of we're going to talk about oh. current events and things that adults okay, you're do robbing now. The cradle, Victor. Good lord. Okay. Uh, Talk about things that adults do now. <laughs> uh, what what do adults do now? Uh, apparently, they occupy they occupy Seattle. There you go. Adulting. We, we adult. adult. Okay. Um. One more thing I want to say before we uh, hit up. Actually, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start doing this right now. Shit. That's the commercial before thing. Um. I recently started. Um. Like the my P5 Academy opened up again, and I did sparring. A, I'm super sore because I worked muscles I haven't worked in a while from punching. And B, I was rusty, so I got punched in the face a bunch. But I also punched a bunch of people in the face because they're rusty too. It's good. You do. You get out and you do a martial yes, art. Yes, I do. So, like, I've, 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 my cardio was good because I've been running, but my, my, my striking was weak because I haven't been striking. I need you. I told you, Victor, you need to spar with me, and you were like, no. Just punch him in the face every opportunity yeah, you get. Just surprise him. Do the Pink Panther thing and just attack me when I walk into the house. <laughs> All right, so that being said, after I asked Victor to punch me, thanks for listening to the Transmit Podcast. I think this was a very fun episode. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. I'm your host, Spike. I'm Samantha. And we'll Victor. see you next time. <laughs>